Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everybody, back to an emergency edition of the Believe in the Jets podcast, sponsored by betonline.ag. I am your host, Andrew Golden, a Jets X-Factor, and unfortunately, former Jet running back Lamont Jordan could not stop by in time to make this show, but there is an emergency situation, as I alluded to before. The New York Jets have officially benched Zach Wilson, their second-year starting quarterback, in favor of Mike White to go against the Chicago Bears this coming Sunday. There was a lot of talk and speculation over the last couple of days since the uh, previous game against the New England Patriots, in which Zach Wilson was nothing worse than terrible throughout most of the day. Would this be coming? Would the Jets actually pull the trigger and sit Wilson? Had they seen enough out of him to warrant that? Is this a permanent change? Is this a temporary change? What does this mean for the locker room? There were a lot of questions that were asked. Lamont and I had a discussion yesterday about this. You guys can go back and tune in and listen to for an extended breakdown of the situation before we know what was happening. But looking at things today... I was pretty adamant that this was going to be the case, that this needed to happen, that Wilson's play was at the point of broken, and that there's nothing that he really could have done that was going to fix himself in the middle of the year. And for his own benefit, let alone the benefit of the rest of the team, it made a lot of sense for Zach Wilson to take some time away, reset himself, not have to have the pressure of starting, focus on his mechanics, focus on his his fundamentals, and, and get back right and get back to being, you know, get to a good baseline. Because right now, he's so far below the bar, and he's so far behind the eight ball with basic quarterback me- mechanics, things, anything. It's, it's not salvageable. And the rest of the team is suffering. They're losing games because of it. They've barely won a few games throughout the course of the year, despite Zach Wilson not playing well. And this team is ready to win now. And the culture that has been built by Robert Sala and Joe Douglas that they've invested so much time and money into is at risk of being destroyed if they did not make this move. So I got to start by giving all the credit in the world to Coach Robert Sala for having the guts to do this in the first place. And then going out today in his press conference and taking on the media and saying everything you could have hoped for from the perspective of a head coach, where he's very adamant that this is not the end for Zach Wilson, and I don't think it necessarily should be, that he deserves an opportunity to take a step away, reset, get right, and he will have another time by the end of the year. But right now, they aren't doing him any favors as coaches by letting him continue to play and continue to get more and more damaged. They're just hurting their player. And this is a coaching staff and, more importantly, a head coach having the wherewithal and the foresight and and the guts, like I said before, to stop and say, hey, 
you're not doing anything to help yourself right now. And I got to save you from yourself. And I'm going to take you out of this game and I'm going to have you go back to the basics and reset. And we'll revisit this in a little bit. I know you want to play. I know you want to be the guy. We all want you to be the guy. But right now it's not working. And for your own good, you got to sit some, You got to sit this out. That's what a good head coach does. And on top of that, Sala was very adamant that it's not simply on Wilson, that this is not the only problem, and that the second they make a quarterback change, everything else is going to you know, magically fix itself. Lamont had mentioned a lot yesterday that the whole offense struggled, that it wasn't the best game plan from Michael Floor. There was a handful of plays that didn't seem to work, where they kept using guys like Garrett Wilson as decoys that doesn't go anywhere for an offense and doesn't give a defense anything to defend. On top of that, the Patriots defense themselves had plenty of good plays in their own right and had plenty of plays completely covered where Zach Wilson didn't really have any options. The offensive line was horrendous. They couldn't run block at all and they could barely pass block. The whole offense struggled, but it was really catalyzed around Zach Wilson's struggles and his inability to do even the most basic of things as a quarterback limited LaFleur's play calling first off and limited any opportunities for anybody else to show out. The Patriots defense didn't have to worry about Zach Wilson, and that made things a heck of a lot easier for them. This is a different story now with Mike White at quarterback. With Mike White at quarterback, hopefully he at the very least can be serviceable and understand what he's seeing, go through his progressions quick enough and trust what his eyes are telling him to get the ball out of his hands and get them into the hands of the playmakers and let them do what they do. They don't need Mike White to be a world beater. They don't need Mike White to come out and absolutely light the world on fire and play like Aaron Rodgers in 2011. That's absolutely the farthest thing from the truth. They just need Mike White to be something because they're getting absolutely nothing from Zach Wilson. And for Robert Sala to make this move to defend Zach the whole way, which is all true, to say that it's his mechanics that are falling apart and that's very hard to fix in season and we're doing him a disservice by just letting him go out there and break himself is 110% true. The attitude from the coaching staff is everything you could have hoped for. And I really think that that is going to send ripple effects through the locker room as well, where the rest of the team is going to look and go, okay, Zach got held accountable. He was playing to a level that if any one of us were playing at, we would immediately see the bench too. And he's no different just because he's the second pick in the draft quarterback. That's going to go a long way for the players in the locker room. On top of that, they're going to sit there and say, okay, now let's go prove it. If we were upset with Zach Wilson, if we were quietly hoping for this to be the case and now we don't go out and perform, is it going to look bad on us now? Because now we're out of excuses and now we have to perform and make up to get what we want and act and play the way that we know we're capable of. If not, then it's almost like the quarterback changes for nothing and the blame goes more to the rest of the offense as opposed to the quarterbacks. But I really think this team as a whole is going to respond very positively from this. I think you're going to have a week of practice where the Jets are going to be going as hard as they can. They know they have an opponent that they can be better than, that they're more talented than. They're at home. They got all the headlines around this week and all the negative negative energy and negative media presence and everything else, and they're going to want to go out on the field and forget all of that and play loose and play free and go win a football game. And that's all I'm expecting from this team. I think Robert Sala has this thing under lock and key. I don't think there's any bit of frustration that can't be fixed or can't be smoothed over. There's not in any risk of losing the locker room. I was very worried yesterday and the few days before that if this move didn't happen, that that was going to lead to losing the locker room because it was so obvious from Zach Wilson that he wasn't good enough that anything else but benching him and giving him consequences for that level of play was going to send a really sour message to the rest of the team. Sala knew that, 
And I think he was very aware of it. And he knows how important a good culture is. I'm very, very, very glad with Robert Sala today. That is the one takeaway I have throughout all of this, is that it has given me a, a rebounded confidence in Coach Sala that he, one, knows what he's doing, he knows what he's looking at, he knows what problems needs to be addressed, he knows how to address them, and he's taking the right steps for the good of the entire team as a head coach should. And that's really all you could hope for. Getting to Zach Wilson and what this can do for him, I think it's important to note that this does not mean that the Jets are completely and totally out on Zach Wilson and he's never going to start a game from them again and that's his Jets career and it's over after 20 starts. That isn't true at all. I think this is, like I've been saying all afternoon, an opportunity for him to reset himself and fix the mechanical basic problems that are giving him so many struggles. It's very hard to do that in the middle of a game. That is 100% true from Robert Sala, and there's no BS or coach speak about that at all. When you have live bullets coming at you and you're under pressure and under siege constantly and you're never into a, a position where you can get comfortable and your muscle memory starts falling apart, you start slipping into bad habits and you don't even realize, that's where we're at with Zach Wilson. And he needs that time away to retrain his muscle memory and retrain his base and his feet and his arm and his eyes and get everything in sync you can't do that in the middle of a week-to-week situation where you're also supposed to be game planning against whatever defense you're facing. And I think that's why for this week in particular, the Jets are going to make Zach Wilson inactive, and he's not even going to be the backup quarterback. It's going to be Joe Flacco because he couldn't. He doesn't have time to worry about studying Chicago's defense right now. He has to dedicate every amount of free time that he can to fixing his mechanics and getting his muscle memory back in order to save himself from completely and fall, totally falling apart. It's impossible to do that while in the middle of also trying to be a starting quarterback. So this it's a good opportunity for Zach Wilson. And this will be the the telling sign of whether he does end up rebounding and still has a chance to be the guy that Jets fans want him to be, or if he isn't going to be the guy, and this is really a sign of the beginning of the end and the Jets will be looking for a new quarterback in the near future, how Zach handles this situation. Because if you're in the NFL and you can't handle a benching and coming back from it, then you probably shouldn't be in the NFL. This is a absolutely cutthroat business. Every single year, you got every team trying to bring in new guys at new positions to have the best possible players wherever they possibly can. Your job is never safe. You are never completely comfortable. It is your job to perform, and if you do not perform, then the team will find someone who can. So for Zach Wilson, are you going to take this in stride? Are you going to work to improve yourself? Are you going to view it as a blessing and say, okay, now I get this chance to really clean myself up. I'm going to block out all the noise. I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to be a good teammate. And when I get my opportunity again, I'm going to be a lot better. And I'm going to remind people why I was the second pick in the draft. Or is he going to take it negatively? Is it going to be a situation where Zach Wilson gets upset, feels like he doesn't deserve to be benched and that there's other reasons that could be going wrong and he doesn't take the time away to fix himself and improve? And whether it's behind the scenes in practice or if he gets an opportunity to start in the future again and he comes out and looks the exact same, then what more than the Jets can the Jets coaches do really at that point? Where I think it's very clear, especially after... With Lamont and I speaking yesterday, we brought up the question of, do these coaches know what his problems are, and are they working and addressing to fix them on a week-to-week basis? I think it's pretty clear now that we know that the coaches know the issues. They brought up directly that this is a mechanical problem. Michael Flores said it was definitely mechanics, mainly with his lower half, talking about footwork, and all of that is 100% true, and it's exactly what Lamont and I talked about. So it 
the question that we answered where yesterday we're going, are the coaches bringing it up at all, or is Zach just not responding to the coaching? I think we now know Zach wasn't responding to the coaching, and they were trying to address this, and they've known that this is a problem, and they've done everything they can midweek in practice while also trying to do everything they can to game plan against their opponent— and it's not getting them anywhere. And the only thing, the, the only other option they have at coaches at this point is to sit him down and take him away and make him solely focus on just this one area and aspect. And if doing that still isn't enough to fix Zach Wilson, then I don't know what more these coaches can do. And I think that's going to be their sign of, okay, we got to find someone else because we've done everything that we can. We've built a roster that's ready to win right now. We got a defense that's one of the five best in the league, unquestionably. We got a boatload of skill talent on offense to the point where even when they're severely injured, you still got guys that would be probably starters for most other teams on their third and fourth string. There is a team here that is ready to go places, and they cannot afford to wait for their quarterback to figure out that you have to point your front foot at the target when you're throwing the ball. That is unacceptable. And I think they've done everything they can within the confines of a week-to-week system in the NFL as a starting quarterback and going against a different opponent every week. They've done all they can to try and help Zach Wilson, and this is the next thing that they can try. They don't really have any other options. I hope Zach can come back from this. I really hope that he can take the time away like we've seen in other times before in his career when he's gotten injured and he's had to take some time away where he resets himself, he refocuses, he calms down, and he doesn't get overwhelmed anymore. And we see him come back and usually get into a rhythm. And once that happens, he starts to be a pretty effective player. You got to work to keep that up on a consistency basis. You got to work to keep that up from a game planning basis where you know your opponent and you know what you have to improve on. And most importantly, you got to learn from your own mistakes. And that's the one thing that Zach Wilson has really struggled with as a pro quarterback so far is learning from his own mistakes. This might be one of his last opportunities. I don't think that immediately right now everything is over. I don't think that it's already the ship has sailed and Zach's benched and that's it. But his leash is short. And if he does not handle this in the proper way, that might spell the end. And that really might be what puts the final nail in his coffin of can you come back from this when we've already done everything we can midseason? We've already surrounded you with talent. We know we can coach and we know the problem, what the problems are, and we're seeing it proven in other areas. And all we need from you is to just give us 5% more than the 0% that you're giving us right now and we can win games. If they can't even get that from Zach Wilson, then what's the point anymore? What's the point? If, if Zach can't handle a benching, learn from his mistakes, improve, get to a solid baseline, and close out the rest of the year strong, then I think that's your answer going into 2023 that you're going to have to bring in somebody else at quarterback that's either going to have to compete with Zach Wilson or outright replace him. This is a very, very dicey situation. And I know for a lot of Jets fans, myself included, that this is the farthest thing that they could have ever could have hoped for. And they thought that... Joe Douglas would get things right, and Robert Sala would get things right, and they get rid of Sam Darnold, and they're going to draft somebody else, and it's going to all work out great, and we've all wanted Zach to work. I still hope he does. Believe me, I still hope that Zach Wilson can turn this around. He's got a very, very long way to go, and history is absolutely not on his side. But if it's going to happen, the only way it happens is by taking some time away right now and resetting himself instead of completely and totally spiraling further and further for the rest of this season, destroying his confidence, destroying the the trust of the locker room, destroying the chemistry between his receivers and and himself, and destroying the mood of this team. That is un, un, unacceptable. That can't happen. And I'm really glad that Solid knows that. 
That's where I'm going to call this one. Robert Sala made the right call, for better or for worse. It's a tough decision, but Sala did what he had to do as a leader, led this team, made the right decision, is doing best the best thing for Zach Wilson, whether Zach Wilson realizes it or not, and that's giving him a chance to relax and take some time away. I'm hopeful that we will see a better and brighter Zach in the future. I'm excited to see what Mike White can do with this offense against a defense that's probably struggling. I'm excited to see how the off team as a whole responds to having a new quarterback in and where they can go to close out this season. They're still 6-4. and four. They're still in the thick of the hunt. This is not over. This is not the end. They got a lot more games to play, and they're still going to be fighting for that playoff spot up until the very end. Hopefully they can pull it off. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to this quick little emergency episode. Thank you to betonline.ag for sponsoring, and we will be back real soon to talk about Jets and Bears in the near future with Mike White as the starting quarterback. Thanks one more time. Bye-bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.